Um, notice how I don't have anything in the zombie content? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> the reason it's empty is because I, uh, I have been enjoying the same thing you have been, and I might actually just talk about the stuff I've invested in for the future. Oh, okay. I just didn't have, I haven't had a chance to fill it in. That's fine. I'm not gonna yell at you. Don't. I want. I want Lou to yell. Lou, pretend my notes are in the alpha. Go. <laughs> uh, I Ryan, fucking hate why, you. <laughs> why the hell have you played anything with zombies in it? I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire where the weather is changing and evolving like zombies from the last four George A. Romero movies. Wow, I had to stretch to get that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Joining me as always, my round table of survivors. Underground in a secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Howdy, and the, your bad weather has not hit me yet. No, I, I gotta tell you, man, it rained and thundered and then stopped and then it was beautiful and then it was hot and then it rained and then it thundered. <laughs> <laughs> it, we got the rain, but it was like a drizzle and then it stopped. We, haven't, we had thunder bad last night. I, in fact, I unplugged all my electronics because it was yeah, really bad. Scary, man. But today, nothing. All right. Well, you enjoy that because speaking of drizzles, <laughs> I got it in. Joining us north of the wall, Canada's own, Mr. Ryan Murphy. You know, speaking of drizzles, it always feels like we get like the aftermath of your big storm event. It's like, oh, it's it rained for ten minutes. Great, the rain surely helped that grass, but um, <laughs> I I don't think it's helped the zombies. No, not at all. No, I think the zombies. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing uh, like the smell of a wet, gross zombie. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, they should make that into a Yankee candle. No, they don't should. give them ideas. That, what are there like hey. candles like the Harry Potter jelly bean flavors where there's like a really bad one? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I can't go in that store because like as soon as I walk by it, the smell just like penetrates my nose, and I'm like, oh god, yeah. instant headache. Yeah, Melina loves it in there. I'm like, oh wait out here. <laughs> but yep, I, I, I sympathize with you. All if they much. could come up with a collection though of uh. Of zombie of zombie scented candles. What do you think they would do? They'd have a uh, like underwater bloated zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, left out in the sun too long zombie. Ooh, I love that fragrance. Mm. Um, they could use. They could do a. I've been buried too long zombie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like you're speaking from personal experience there. <laughs> I've, just, I've just burped out your brain zombie. Oh. oh. Uh, what about bicycle lady zombie? I feel like that would have a unique smell. (laughs) That would definitely have a unique smell. I've been chasing you for the last five hours, zombie. (laughs) Or, or even better, just take something for like Left 4 Dead, like Boomer Zombie smell. Like, how gross do you think that would smell? Has anybody seen my shins, zombie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just we just did it. We just marketed the whole thing for them. Yeah, I mean they're welcome to pick us up uh, as a sp- as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. All right, Yankee Candle, you heard us here. You heard it here first. Let's do this. But seriously, on a, on a super serious note, we uh, we have been enjoying some really good zombie content lately, and we want to tell you guys about it. Uh, first, let's break it down to the zombie news. Morgan Freeman thinks there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. Lou, do you agree? Uh, I disagree, but I am <laughs> fascinated to hear his voice discussing zombies. It's amazing. No, the way he says it, he's, he goes, zombies. He really <laughs> pronounces the bees. He does, actually. <laughs> zombies. So, to clarify what we're talking about is there is a show called Through the Wormhole. That's an awesome show, guys, by the way. I just started. I've never heard of it before. What? Oh. I, well, okay, we talked about it once, I think. But, yeah. And it's narrated by Morgan Freeman, and apparently they're doing an entire episode dedicated to zombies. So you're going to get to hear Morgan Freeman's voice discussing the science of zombies. The actual science of it, too. Like, he, he even says, I believe, um, uh, I can't find the words here, I... I kind of poo-pooed the zombie apocalypse until I actually read the information on it. Um, he talks about how they actually do exist in nature, and he can see that. But um, he, I think it kind of like once you start reading about the science behind zombies, like you can, you can kind of find yourself maybe turning that page and maybe finding that you do think that maybe there's some sort of undead apocalypse that could happen. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Morgan Freeman really needs to pick his VO uh his VO jobs a little better. Don't you don't you don't you agree? No. No? You think he did a, a bang up job? Did you watch all three of these clips? It just seems so serious and and the and the stuff that's, that's happening kind on That's kind of the that's kind of the point of the show. I, I don't think it's like a funny show. I think it's a serious show. But it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's it is, but it's not. Well, you know what makes it ridiculous is he's talking about zombie outbreaks. Mm-hmm. So I think that doesn't help because most of the time when you hear it, you're like it's it's not something that you instantly, all of a sudden, like you know, you're a huge believer in. So I think maybe that's why it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's just funny to to hear uh, to hear Morgan Freeman be like. And that was the last day I spoke to that cricket-wearing man. And I kicked them zombies right in the head. I, you know, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I don't I, think I saw that clip. Oh, I just, yeah, it's, it's exclusive to Canada. <laughs> um, Sippy. Uh, no, I think that, uh, has Morgan Freeman ever been in an actual zombie movie is really the question we need to answer right now. I, I want to say yes, but. I want to say yes, but I can't think of what it was. Yeah. I can't. Well, if only the internet could save us. <laughs> it, 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 it might be one of those pseudo zombie movies where they're not really zombies, but right. I want to say he's done something at least with vampires. Oh, mm, maybe vampires well, sounds pretty familiar. But yeah, you know, this is another one of those like, can the zombie virus actually happen? And uh, you know, it, it it plays on the same science that uh, that normally crops up when these conversations happen, which is always interesting. Um, I thought the whole uh, the whole control of bug with electrical pulses was really cool. 
Yeah. Sort of the opposite of the theory like that we see with like zombies in nature with bees and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe that's why Morgan Freeman kept putting emphasis on bees. Zombies. <laughs> because he was conf- he was confused. Like I thought this was an episode about bees. So <laughs> I love Morgan Freeman. He's he can do no wrong, but uh I thought this this was an uh an interesting concept. Well, I will tell you this. Do you know who does think there's going to be a zombie apocalypse? Lou. Beth from Life After Beth. Oh, this trailer was so and weird. Zach. Well, no, okay, so there's a new trailer out for that movie we talked about a while ago called Life After Beth. I got to tell you this right now. After seeing the trailer, I want to see the movie. Yeah. It's it, it's definitely not, uh, what was that other one that we watched? The other zo- zombie romantic comedy. Uh, Cold Blood? No. No. Cold Warm Bodies. bodies. Yeah. Warm Bodies. That, Warm that's Bodies. The ticket. <laughs> this is no warm bodies, that's for sure. No, yeah. this is uh this th- okay, if I had watched this trailer with Ashley in the room and paused it halfway through, she would have thought it might have it, it appears to be like one of those like go lucky Drums, Disney yeah. movies where it's like uh freaky Friday type stuff where it's like my girlfriend came back and my parents are super happy and so is my boyfriend and then that's the movie, but it seems like this is a little more starting out that way and and does like a quick turn like those kind of movies like um uh, dust till dawn or whatever that has that right. has that really quick about turn except in this case we've they've kind of shown that turn in the trailer but uh i think it re- works really well it's yeah i think it looks like one of those movies where it goes from oh it's funny to oh i think this is going in a dark place yeah, I like how you compared it to From Dust Till Dawn, Ryan, because it's mm-hmm. kind of it does seem that way where it's a campy, serious movie, you know, like a mm-hmm. um, you know just weird things. Like it's a Tarantino <laughs> kind of movie. Um, when I first saw pictures of it, I thought kind of was like this is going to be some crazy drama, you know, like we're we're not going to know what to uh, what to expect out of it. But after seeing all the comedy in it, it, it almost looks like it wants to be Shaun of the Dead in a way. That's not necessarily a bad thing. <clears throat> no, no, Shaun of the Dead's great. I'm just, it looks like there's so much comedy mixed in with the action. You know, like at one point he's got her tied to a stove and yeah. she's falling over. And I'm like, it reminds me of something like Shaun of the Dead would do. And it, and it yep. doesn't, and, and judging by the trailer, like when it does do that turn, it doesn't completely turn its back on comedy because evidently, you know, she's a zombie, but she doesn't feel the need to eat her boyfriend or parents. She just has an uncontrollable urge to eat strangers. Right. Um, which is nice. I mean, that's very <laughs> kind of her. Yeah. Um, but according to this, I, I don't know if you guys read a little further in the article, um, actually coming out in two weeks on direct TV. Do either you, you don't have direct TV, do you guys? Nope. Uh, yeah. That's an I'm American a cord thing. Cutter. Yeah. I'm a cord cutter too. I am not. D- <laughs> would we be able to get direct, like, Oh, it's satellite. So you wouldn't be able to order it, like, on demand? Nope. Uh, no, probably not. There's probably going to be ways to get it, though, Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, as there always is, including a limited theatrical release a month later. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Netflix will have this in a heartbeat, I'm sure. Yeah. Within the next two months, it'll probably show up on Netflix or Amazon Prime or even Sony gets them on the Sony PlayStation Store early sometimes. So yeah, I'll keep my eye out. Oh, yeah, definitely I, worth checking you know out. What? I would say to this movie, I would say definitely a rent on Netflix or something like that, or worth a rental online, mm-hmm. but probably not a go see in theater type of movie. Maybe just for me anyway. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But maybe this is our first new zombie movie that we watch and review on the 
on the show. We have not. We have yet to do that. Cold Bodies was close when mm-hmm. when everyone made fun of each other for wanting to go see it, and then one of us did and actually kind of liked it. Was it you, Bob, that saw it? <laughs> no, like... it was it was me. Oh, okay. And you kind of liked it. It was right? okay. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't as awful as I was expecting. Well, go back now and tell me that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, I, I, by no means is it a good film. I was not going to run out and buy it. But when it ended, I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't as awful as the critics made it up, but it wasn't good either. I'll let you guys know right now, too, that uh, you ruined tonight's uh, bad zombie joke from a buddy of mine who listens to the show. Oh. Uh, but it's cool. I'm going to go I'm gonna roll with it anyway. Yeah. But you know, what's you, not, you know what's not ruined is the um, Escape from Dead Island trailer. What? Oh, uh, am I the only one that thinks this looks bad? I don't think it looks bad. I just don't think it looks interesting. The gra- it, the graphics look like you know how when I don't get me wrong, I love cell shading. Wind Waker is one of my favorite games, and it's one of the and you know the Walking Dead uh, games look great, but this cell shading just looks terrible. It's not the greatest looking comic vignette type of game. That's mm. for sure. No, but and forty dollars like for that's quite a price point. I, I wonder, like, you know what they're trying to do. They're looking at The Walking Dead, and it's like, oh, we used to be the popular, hey, let's play Dead Island zombie type game, and now they're stealing our thunder. Let's make an adventure game, and, and uh, you know, that's the thing to do. So I feel like they're kind of looking at The Walking Dead and thinking, oh, me too. You know, it just it screams it. But I don't know, just something about this trailer and this press release just kind of... Go ahead. I, I was going to say... I feel like Deep Silver, who created Dead Island, mm-hmm. created Dead Island, and it was a way bigger success than they thought it was going to be. And now they can't do anything else mm. because yeah, there was a de- there was a Dead Island uh, sequel that wasn't technically a sequel. Mm-hmm. Then there's a Dead Island two that's coming out. Then there's this, and then they've got another game that's like Dead Island called mm-hmm. Daylight, I think it is, or something like uh, that dying coming light. out. Dying Light, and it's like they and all of it seems the same. Don't forget They're their not, MOBA. They have a MOBA oh yeah, Dead Island it, Epidemic. Yep, and it's like it's like okay, it's fine if they want to keep making zombie games, but the more they call it Dead Island, the more I just don't care. Well, it's funny because I saw that Dead Island two trailer and I saw who was making it, and I was excited because Jaeger is the guys who did. Uh, uh, um, uh, not that drink that fucks you up in, in university. Oh, what is it called? <laughs> uh, no, uh, they did a uh, they did Spec Ops the line, and I played oh, that yeah. game, and it was it was interesting. Like at first glance, it's like oh, it's just another third person shooter, but it had some interesting mechanics and a cool story. So I when you pair Jaeger and Dead Island, I think maybe they'll actually be able to do something that isn't just another shitty Dead Island game. Um, and I well, the first Dead Island was great. I had never played Riptide. It just looked like the same thing again. It, it's exactly what it was. It was the same thing again, and uh, critics said it was too buggy to even finish. Oh. There were several reviewers that didn't even finish their copies because well, it broke on them. Yeah. I hope this. I hope Dead, Escape Dead Island is interesting because it's supposed to, like, whatever this means, bridge Dead Island 1 and 2. Um, I just, I really hope that Forty dollars just seems steep, so I hope it's I hope it's worth the price of admission. That's all well, I'll say. So, <clears throat> here's what I'm going to say. 
What is it? What does it mean by uh, survival mystery game? Is that just going to play out just like the Dead Island game, or you think there's going to be any sort of different elements to it? I'm not it's sure. going to be more like Silent Hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a okay. great. I can see that. So here's my other thing too, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys went away for a second. So if I if you guys already talked about this, then <laughs> let me know. Uh, so when you purchase Dead Island through GameStop, uh-huh. you get guaranteed access to the Dead Island Two beta event next year. That's us, yeah. Yeah, so GameStop Rewards members will automatically be entered into a July Epic Reward promotion. <laughs> okay. I, I don't care. You get to get flown to Berlin and then get digitally scanned and put in a zombie game in Dead Island 2. Yeah, but the chances of that happening are like, you know... I'm going to do it just of- to prove you wrong. Do it. I hope you appear it. in the game. But what do you think of being automatically entered into the beta, too? Or the two, uh, Dead Island 2 beta event next year? You know, year? These, these betas, they're handing them out like cookies these days. You know, for everything. And if you have PlayStation Plus, uh, you're essentially guaranteed to get into pretty much every high-profile beta. I mean, they had it at the Sony press conference. I, I bet you any money that, you know, sure, you can pre-order at GameStop to get into the beta... But I'm pretty sure they already announced that the PS4 beta would be, you know, available as well to uh, PlayStation Plus owners. True. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think beta is what it used to be in the sense that it was this special prize for you to not only get in and test out the game, but also to give developers priceless feedback. But nowadays, it, they are still getting that priceless feedback, but it's given out like hotcakes. Well, nope, and it, it, they've used it now as a tool to get you to pay for the game early. Yep. And then they use you to test out all their buggy software. Look buggy at Destiny. Software. Like, Destiny is a, is a clear example of a game. Not to, not to say that it was buggy. The alpha is probably the best alpha I've ever played, the most stable. Um, but you are essentially pre-ordering the game, and then allowing it's allowing you to play a bit of the pieces of that game every so often until the release. So mm. it's kind of a win-win scenario. I mean, sure, you're giving them money early. If you can if you can ignore that fact, I mean, what's $60 today or versus $60 next month? I know for some people there is that makes a big difference. But um, it's just, yeah, it, you're, you're getting the game early. The developer's getting priceless feedback. Uh, with a game like Destiny, I think it's a good offer. But with a game like... Oh, I don't know. What's a like some of the Steam early access stuff that comes out? It's not as much of a win-win. <laughs> like we we slap zombies in uh, in oh, what's that zombie game that we played? I can't even remember. Daisy and did we have fun? Eh, not thirty dollars worth. <laughs> no, but I think if we went back and played now, because I'll talk about that a little bit in our other week, it, it would be a different story. Okay, but <clears throat> yeah, I know I know what you guys are talking about. And uh, something else that I want to talk about is this week's topic of the week. Yeah, yeah. Zombie topic of the week. All right, guys. This week's topic of the week is going to be what current zombie content are we enjoying? I almost couldn't say that sentence. Um, So we're going to take a look past The Walking Dead and past some of the big things we've been talking about in previous episodes and talk to you guys about the other undead-related activities that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. What? Re- activities? Yeah. Um, so starting with one video game right off the top here that Lou and I have both been enjoying, it's called Typing of the Dead. And we have talked about that one before, but it's worth mentioning again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun game. 
That's co-op too, right? They've done too, some right? balancing in it too since the last time I played it. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, it's been updated. Yeah, because I played it on normal when I first bought it, and the words that they were throwing at me were more like for typing professionals. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like, you want me to spell what now? I can't even spell that, let alone type that. And now it's like I got four letter words. I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe they, maybe the game just saw how bad you were doing. Maybe let's just let's just turn this down a bit. Because I, I, I'm still getting words like a zombie's running at me, and it's like, egotistical maniac. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. See, a zombie runs at me, and it'll say, stop. And so oh, you no. type stop. <laughs> I oh, wish, man. man. I have mine on the higher setting, though. Maybe that's why. Like, I have mine on normal. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's something different enough, but still, at its core, a really fun game no matter what. Um, you've also been still enjoying that Resident Evil 4 HD. Is that what you've been playing? Uh, yes, it is. And it's still good. Um, oh, sweet. I've also learned some tricks that, I mean, I thought I was a Resident Evil 4 profession, pro. Ooh. Uh, and I've still learned some new tricks along the way that I didn't think of the first 12 or 13 times I played through nice. it. So Cool. That game, Resident Evil 4, it's it's like, I'm trying to It's think. like it's, crack. No, well, okay, yeah, that's... <laughs> you can talk about crack again? Oh, no, 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 I can't talk about crackle again. Uh, we've contractually been obligated <laughs> to avoid talking about crackle yeah. every quarter. Um, I think that Resident Evil 4 is the equivalent of Final Fantasy's F- Final Fantasy 7, in the sense that yeah. it is the pinnacle of the series, and you're damned if you try to beat that pinnacle, as proven by Resident Evil 5, then 6, and pretty much Final Fantasy 8 through whatever fucking number they're on now um you know so and i know some people are like hey final Fantasy's all right it's like no it's not really um but yeah i picked up resident evil 6 and i envisioned myself not having as good a time with that like you are having lou with uh, resident evil 4 let me know when you're ready to play that Mm because that does have co-op as well maybe we can co-op some of it Mm -hmm. i i think that'd be a great idea because i think that um yeah, that game was made for co-op, wasn't it? Well, 5 really pioneered the co-op in that franchise. 5 was definitely more of a, you should probably play this co-op game. Yeah. You guys want to hear a funny story about Resident Evil 5? I do. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, and uh, I used to work at a GameStop part-time on the weekends. Nice. Just for the benefits and perks of, um, anyway. So Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> don't just, I, don't want, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but... Uh, <clears throat> So I pre-ordered the collector's edition of Resident Evil 5 because I was like, what? A Chris Redfield action figure? (laughs) This is amazing. It comes with this bag? So I had to work the midnight release of it. I I was nice enough to work the release. And uh, I finally got my collector's edition once we let all the fans and people leave. And um, I opened up my bag. I'm like, here it comes. It was like three inches tall. Oh, is that that your (laughs) – is that the – the tri tri entity bag or yeah, whatever that yeah. oh yeah, yeah I, I have that <laughs> I have that too yeah oh, I got the three inch Chris Redfield thing I'm like what <laughs> my friend well, Ryan was like oh my god that's the biggest letdown I've ever seen yeah like, that sounds yeah. like me yeah yeah that was you I, no I, it wasn't no I don't know that was before my time um that's yeah you know it's funny like collectors editions rarely live up to what they're offering and these days it is like. 
in the past, it was like, oh, you know, you get an extra DVD with the making of and a couple of cool plastic things. Nowadays, it's like, comes in this giant box, super expensive to ship. There's a giant freaking dragon. There's a cloth map, uh, art book, uh, DLC that will be available for 20 bucks down the road. You know, it's it's crazy, and uh, I've kind of gotten away from buying collector's edition. I've, I've solely yeah. gone the digital way, and... Uh, but with uh, I'm I'm curious, Lou. I was watching the trailer for Resident Evil Four because I was actually contemplating picking it up instead of dooming myself with Resident Evil Six. Um, I am I am excited to play Resident Evil Six. I I I believe my um, reasoning when I was talking to you, Lou, about it was that I've played all of them and it would feel I'd feel I kind of feel obligated to play Six. You know, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. I I would like to play Six with you because playing it alone. At least if I'm playing it with you, we could laugh at it. We could do like a Zamp plays Resident Evil, like not plays, but like drags ourselves through Resident Evil 6. I think that'd <laughs> yeah. be a cool experiment. Um, but with Resident Evil 4, like how do the graphics hold up? Like is it literally just an HD texture mapping or does it like really pull itself out of the GameCube <sighs> garbage? It pulls itself out of the GameCube garbage, but it is definitely 360 quality graphics. It's not brand new yeah it's they nothing, just they just high res everything yeah it's nothing cutting edge but no still, no no it's still a good update from what there's we used no to play. jagged edges that's for sure now what like about in comparison to say resident evil revelations uh revelations is better oh <laughs> good Graf- graphics wise i need to really <laughs> play that game i have it on my wii u and i can actually do like the stylus stuff <laughs> Although I think that they removed that for the Wii U version, surprisingly Probably. enough. Um, uh, I need to try both those games. Yeah, and uh, getting off games for a second, I've mm. actually been listening to a, a book. Oh, nice. It's part of a three-part series. It's it's um it's part of a series called the Morningstar Saga. and um, from, from Z.A. Wrecked? Z.A. Wrecked. I've never heard of that before. It is It is really good. It's it's the first book's called Plague of the Dead. If you guys are wondering, there's three books. I believe it's Plague of the Dead, um, Thunder and Ashes, and then the last part is Survivors. Um, I'm still on the first book. I'm almost done, but it is a really really good book. Uh, and enjoy it because the writer will never be writing anything again. What? What happened to him? He died. Yeah. Aww. Writing the third book. Yep. And had to have a friend a friend of his finish the third book for him yeah and that's what i've heard i'm a little worried about it because the first book so far is amazing it's it's seriously it's about a i think it, it basically starts with like um viruses in in africa and like a group of soldiers and ragtags going across america to find the vaccine um it's so awesome <laughs> it's so awesome it, it, it if you guys are into like any sort of audiobook or even books in general pick up plague of the dead it's part of the morning star strain um I, it's such it's, a good listen. It, the, I've only I have not got done the third book, but I have read both the first two books, and the first book is decent. Um, but you can tell where it's his first novel. True, yeah. And you can tell certain points where he has not mastered the art of dialogue. Hmm. There's some people that like their 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 dialogue feels very cookie cutter, but by the by the end of the second book, he's kind of mastered it, and you're like, oh, okay, he's figured out how to tell a story and actually how to write 
pretty decent dialogue. See, the, and like the audio version, I don't even notice any of that. Like, I don't know if maybe it's just cut from a different cloth or whatnot, but it's it, so far I've been really enjoying to listen to it as I'm driving to work and whatnot. Uh, Lou, you've been reading something too, haven't you? Yes, I have. Um, if you're familiar with the Humble Bundle, uh, they, they usually do indie games and they go on sale. Their most recent addition is they started doing digital books. Yeah, I've seen that. And the last few weeks, instead of doing books, they've been doing comics. And their most recent bundle of comics has a bunch of zombie-related and vampire-related comics. And I started reading something called The Mocking Dead. Hmm. And it is a... It's sort of what it is. It's like a tongue-in-cheek zombie outbreak story where there's a guy telling you the story of how the zombie plague began and he's telling you the story but what's happened is he's been trying to clean it up and everywhere along the along the way somebody makes a mistake and screws up and it's basically about how one little mistake here and there kind of causes the entire world to become overrun with zombies Huh, huh, that's neat. They're actually, this uh, it's the Humble Dynamite Bundle uh, on for another five days, 18 hours, so it will be still up when you're listening to this, hopefully. A lot of cool <laughs> comics. Uh, you got your Red Sonja. Um, I'm just, I'm, like, I don't know any of these, but like they they're, look like names that are household. Like Vampirella I've heard of before. They also, one of the one reasons I got it, it wasn't zombie-related, but... Uh, they have the Eye of the World saga, uh, the comic book version. Hmm. It's the first thirty-six issues. This might be a good chance, like if you're if you're not big into comics, a good chance to pick up a whole whack of different ones and just kind of go nuts because this is a big collection. And it's very easy to use. Um, they're not they're not on Comicsology, but what happens is you, I have a Kindle Fire and I you download it. And there is a special version designed for the Kindle Fire. And it basically turns it into you open the book and it's like a comicsology interaction. So this Mocking Dead, you would recommend paying like the, the average to pick it up? I would. Interesting. It looks cool. I've it's only got... started it. I'm only like 15, 20 pages in. But it's got so an far, interesting... quite it. It's got an interesting art style. It reminds me of The Walking Dead very much, except for... They have that unique, not unique. It's done. It's done a lot, but they highlight the blood by with the only color. Yeah, that's really cool. Ah, you know, I might have to check this out. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Speaking of interesting <clears throat> and comics, I've been reading uh, *I Zombie* a little bit further. Oh, good. How far are you? Um, I'm probably like five, six issues in now. Oh, nice. From the original first one that we did, <laughs> um, still enjoying that. That's that's kind of a fun little comic. I'm actually getting more into it than I thought I would. Does it evolve into like a a, a a crime solve of the week, or are they still working on that same body? So so far, it's well, no, it's going to be. <clears throat> you can kind of tell where it's going, but so far, <laughs> the first like five six issues are working on the same thing but it's fun it's a lot of it's a good read if you're just kind of sitting around and just want to kill a few minutes but um the one that i really want to tell you guys that i haven't played yet but i've seen um video for it and i've it's been ordered is a game called pittsburgh 68 is this a board game yeah kind of it's a deck and cards game i'll explain it to you real quick for the game somewhere on the website 
In Pittsburgh 68, one player is the zombie master and the rest start as survivors on the run for their lives. Game plays like a classic zombie flick, and via a deck of cards, the action in the game is pushed to its gruesome end. You try and survive four reels. Each reel is a, a set number of cards, so it's kind of like you're playing in a zombie movie. Um, you need to play smart, make the best decisions as the game goes on, but every step of the way, the zombie master builds zombie you know, attacks and keeps everyone on the run. If, they're, if a person is eliminated from the game by zombies, they then join the zombie side of the table. And um, they put a little uh, undead vengeance on those who let them perish. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It looks like a fun deck, like card, uh, deck of card games with some die and uh, you know some little action cards that you can pick up and drop. And you're trying to kill zombies, but you know each reel has its own kind of end. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's. Uh, you, I'll I put the link into the actual show notes. You guys can link it later for you guys who are interested. It's twenty five bucks, and uh, you can buy it. Right through um, their website, and it looks like a fun little game. I'm I'm excited to try it. Cool. It's also on YouTube if you want to see someone playing it. That's where I saw it. Nice, nice. Um, speaking of of games, I I I've been quiet, just sort of commenting, and uh, for those listeners who have noticed, like uh, finally, yeah, yeah, I have somebody had somebody hasn't consumed anything zombie <laughs> in a while. Oh man, man, you don't know, like my my. Um, and this isn't me bragging. I would love to have free time to play all these. Zomb- <laughs> I I have a list of zombie games I picked up. Some small enough that I could have easily tried to fit in. But you know, it's been crazy. I've been sort of been walking around like a zombie. What with, uh, you know, we rented. We got the basement rented. I've been printing off. I've been fighting printers. HP, I'm coming for you. You stupid piece. Of- anyway, um, <laughs> been working on wedding invitations and stuff. However, I digress. Uh, I bought a bunch of uh, zombie themed uh, games on Steam. Um, some of which I don't even think I ran by Lou. Lou's usually my go-to guy on, like, should I buy this zombie game? <laughs> um, uh, what did you buy? Uh, <laughs> so this is really interesting. Okay, let me start at the top. I bought the, I think we covered this last week, I bought uh, State of Decay Lifeline. I'm really looking forward to getting back into I'm that cur- game. I, I, I'll be curious as to your opinion on it, because I did not like the uh, second, exp- the, the first expansion. Yeah. So this I'm one's curious more, as to how different it will be. Yeah, this one's more based on the fact that you're uh, in the military, and I think that's a really cool concept, and I believe last week I even said that that was something I've never seen done before. So looking forward to booting that back up. Uh, the next one on the list is we already talked about Resident Evil 6. We're going to try that. Uh, and finally, we have Oregon Trail Director's Cut. Oh, you got I, that? I've played that. That it's hard. It's hard. Okay. It's really hard. It it it's been I've been toying with the idea of picking it up for a while, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I got like, my I got my copy for fifty cents on a Steam sale. So yeah, I think mine was like two bucks. It, it looks decent enough. Um, worth trying out, and I think uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to picking it up. Or to to installing it, I I haven't really tried it yet, but it looks quick enough that you could easily boot it up and try it. Out. Uh, my only gripe, and I will warn you about it, is it was originally designed to be an iOS game, so everything in it is kind of hindered towards being an iOS game. So some of the controls are a little backward. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm. It's probably one of those. You know, I've kind of got a backlog of zombie games going too because I've got you know Typing of the Dead, which I've had for about a month now, um, and I've got uh, 
Actually, that's probably it. Oh, well, and including the zombie um, uh, Sniper Elite games as well that I haven't Ooh. played. Uh, a little bit of that a teaser we, there, folks. That we might be playing soon. Yeah. I mean, it won't help mentioning it on the recording, but you might want to go to our YouTube channel in the near future. Wink, wink. <laughs> that's all I got, though. I, I really do apologize, folks. We even We even said, like, let's push it a week so Ryan can get his ass in gear and... My ass never shifted out of neutral. So um, <laughs> uh, next week, maybe. I, I really do want to uh, get down and, and dirty with some zombie games for sure. That sounded gross. Um, anyway. <laughs> let you, let you so dig that hole. We're going to go ahead and Thanks, talk guys. about uh, our wonderful T-shirt at uh, SlashLoot.com. You can go find your Zombies Ate My Podcast T-shirt. Don't know why I said it like that. Um, available in all sorts of sizes, from little tiny toddler sizes to triple XL, five XL, three different colors: black, white, ash gray. Always gotta specify the ash gray. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and order yours on SlashLoot.com. Do it, it up. Do it. SlashLoot.com is is great. Um, I'm hoping that there's there's going to be a lot of people this weekend wearing gear from Slash Loot as Nerdtacular goes on. Unfortunately, uh, I was not able to attend this year. Um, sad face, but uh, yeah, we're making do. Yeah. So anyway, we have, uh, I don't think we have any listener feedback. This we week, don't, right? but I have something I'd like to plug. Oh, oh plug it. Plug it. Something that we should, it, uh, this is definitely for our listeners. I put up a poll on our website, oh, and we are going to do another zombie movie this month. And I put up six choices. So if you're a listener and you want to hear us uh, discuss zombie movies, your choices for the month are up on the site. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are our choices? So let me give you the rundown. We have Pontypool, Mm -hmm. which I I, I picked just just for Ryan because I know you have to drive through Pontypool, don't you? Um, I, I have driven through Pontypool in the past to go to a country music festival. Uh, so, yeah, I could literally, like, go drive to Pontypool and be like, hey, guys, I went to Pontypool. There's no zombies. So this movie is <laughs> totally inaccurate. What if there were zombies? Uh, if there were zombies, I'd, I wouldn't come back to correct you guys. So hmm. you'd be right. Next we, next, we have Night of the Creeps, which is kind of a 1950s revamp. It was done in the 80s, but it's designed to feel like a 1950s Mm B-movie with zombies. We also have the Night of the Living Dead 1990 remake. Oh, sweet. It's not the Romero one. It is the remake. Yes, yes. So So this is is not the one that Zack Snyder did? No, that is Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. I got too excited. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna vote right now. Hold on. I I don't even know if I voted. I I just viewed the results. I didn't want to skew it. Um, we're certainly gonna be pimping this. Uh, what else if we I, got? If I have to watch the movie, I'm gonna help pick it. Yep. Cockneys versus we, zombies. Ooh. Cockneys versus zombies. We've discussed this when it was a news headline. Uh, it got added to Netflix a couple months ago, and I've watched about the first ten minutes of it, and it's definitely interesting. A lot of your favorite. Uh, 80s, uh, well, not 80s, um, your favorite British mob actors that do British mob movies, basically them fighting zombies in the middle of London. Hmm. So it's it's really interesting. So then we, 
Sorry. But, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I did a I did a search for zombies. Um, oh, no, wait. This is... Uh, I did a search for zombies on Netflix, and there isn't a whole lot on uh, <laughs> on Canadian Netflix. We watched Zombie Hunter with uh, 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 Danny Trejo or <laughs> Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. <laughs> No thanks. Yeah, no you. thanks. No, I tried to pick. I tried to pick better end zombie movies than that. Good. So then we have Dead Snow. Ooh, that's a good which, one. Which I have never seen. So oh my, and that that fits right in with our Nazi zombies, as far as I know. That would fit right. You know, that's funny that uh, Dead Snow is a zombie movie that I've seen that uh, Lou has not, and there's a sequel coming out. Yeah. Yes, there is. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I heard that on a podcast. <laughs> and then finally, we have one of my favorites, Reanimator. Uh, <laughs> Why? Really? That's one of your favorites? Yes, it is. Is it I bad? I own all three of them. It's not bad. <laughs> is it gross? Yes. Yeah, it's wicked gross. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not winning, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, Night of the Living Dead is winning right now. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, pimp pimp this. Uh, Pimp this poll hard. We're going to get it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, we are going to advertise this poll. We're going to get it out there. Don't worry, folks. It uh, You do not have to uh, rush out to your nearest polls and vote. But please, <laughs> please rock the vote as soon as you can. It, it, this will definitely be up for a couple of weeks before we make our decision. Yeah. So, and we'll announce on the show beforehand what our final tally is. Yeah, I think we'll probably... We're, you know, in all realisticness, based on the conversation we had for uh, pre-show, it's, we're probably looking at the second last week of July. Yeah. Yep. So. Which is sooner than you think. <laughs> it's coming up. Yeah. So, Pretty yeah. Quickly. Get out there, vote, um, and make sure uh, that Republican movie doesn't win. Yeah. Or Reanimator, because that's gross. Ryan, where else can people find us when they're not voting for the next movie to watch? Well, when you go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, to vote. Also, send us an email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Plus, one us on Google+. Plus. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. I swear, by the time the next episode comes out, we will have new video content up. Maybe. Well, no, we will, because the, the, we'll- four, the three of us are finally going to play... Nazi zombie army uh, two whatever four Sniper player co op exactly Elite so Wars. we'll have that up on YouTube um, and yeah definitely watch it comment let us know what you want to see us play next maybe Typing of the Dead mm. Ooh. Uh, if you want to follow uh, us individually on Twitter I'm at R Murphy Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord and Bob is at Bobbert F. Uh, quick, finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan, who is in the only time zone that matters this week at Nertacular, and we want to thank him for his artwork. You can find it on iTunes and on our website, as well as joelduggan.com. A.com. A.com. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. That should do it for us. We're going to go play some video games now. So for myself, for Ryan, for Lou... And for Morgan Freeman and all the zombies. Zombies. Thanks for listening. Incoming bad zombie joke. Are you ready?
Yeah, totally. This one kind of doesn't go by the rules because it's from a friend of mine who likes the show. Um, oh. So, okay, oh, friend. Yeah, hi. This is from Sean. It says, uh, <clears throat> "You guys want to hear a good zombie joke?" Yeah. Yeah. Warm Bodies was a good movie. <laughs> that's a, that was that was Sean's joke. That's not a joke. That's an accurate. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never that's, seen it. I shouldn't nothing, say that. Nothing funny about that. Oh, thank you for the joke. Appreciate yeah. it. He I must like have this. watched that based on one of our uh, recommendations, and now he's unhappy. <laughs> he said he he said he uh, listened to one of the shows once, and he got on Redbox or something like that, and he oh. regretted it the rest of the week. <laughs>